0: Hey everyone and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. It is your host, Cosmic Collie, and I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday and a good Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. It has been definitely a dynamic week this past week, and I want to talk about that. But first, we are going to talk about Mars moving into Pisces, which happened at the end of last week. The Sun moving into Taurus and those are kind of the big, the big transits of this week. At the end of the month, though, we have the solar eclipse in Taurus. I cannot believe that that is happening. So, kicking off the new eclipse season, as you know, in 2020 and 2021, we had them in Gemini, Sagittarius, and this eclipse season is going to be in. Taurus and Scorpio. So if you want to get ahead and try to understand what might be happening for you or how this might be playing out, go to your chart and see what rules, what house does Taurus and Scorpio rule. Now remember with each of these eclipses, it doesn't just happen that day. The what happens in your life doesn't just show up that day. It shows up in a series of events after each eclipse. Remember these come in series. This Pretty much is about a two-year series, so a a year-and-a-half, two-year series. So whatever is happening, it kind of like is like the big-time chapter-turner. You know, it changes the chapter. But we'll talk about that more on next week's episode, so make sure you tune in. Thank you, everyone, who continues to support me, um, putting my stuff out there on social media, sending this to a friend. Rating it, reviewing it, subscribing, all of that is the best ways you can help my show right now. I'm sorry if you can hear my kids in the background, they're upstairs, I kind of bribed them to hopefully stay in the room. I did not realize that they didn't have school today until last night, Easter night. Now before we talk uh, about Mars and Pisces and the sun and Taurus, I want to talk about this dynamic full moon we had this past week. Sometimes when I, I talked about it last week, but there was so much with the Jupiter and Neptune that I was like oh, you know what, this full moon, it's going to be, you know, it just seemed very on the end of my list of transits compared to last week's transits. And it definitely was a pretty big full moon, a pretty, pretty big dynamic full moon. And I want to add, because it was squared Pluto, and I'm sure I talked about that last week, but it was in Libra and Venus is in Pisces right now, where Jupiter, and Neptune are conjunct. Why would I not think that this would have been a huge moon full moon for feeling emotions, crying, sadness out of nowhere. I know I had it. A lot of people I was talking to really felt all those tears. and I always say, you know what when you cry, all it's stuck energy. it's energy that has been in there and oftentimes when we have transits like this, um I think with that especially with that Jupiter Neptune happening with Venus right now. It brought out old, tired tears. It brought out old, stuck energy from years ago that we should have cried about, or we should have cried a little bit longer about. However, we chose not to. I know for me, I woke up probably starting to feel a little bit emotional, definitely Friday during the day, and then crying for no reason and crying all day Saturday during the day. It just And I just, like, let myself cry. I was like, the Capricorn moon was like, what? Why are you sad? I'm like, no, I'm not sad. These are stuck emotions that are meant to get out. I am just crying. And then I finished out Saturday night with taking some shrooms with it, which was hilarious. I feel like, again, very Jupiter-Neptune, uh, trying to have, like, a higher self experience uh, with a hallucinogen. And that is very Jupiter-Neptune. And Neptune, remember, we get we get lost, we get transient. It's very like otherworldly. I would think if any planet represents hallucinogens and hippie fun stuff and getting out of you, that is definitely Jupiter and Neptune. And that was just a hilarious time. So I went from crying to like doing this release uh, and laughing really hard. And I would try to, I was working with the Capricorn moon. I was trying to do some energy work. And then I'd be like, you know, if you know what it's like tripping, I'd be distracted. I'd look, I'm like, Oh, yeah, what? And then back to it. So I did this, I did some releasing well on it, but it was definitely an interesting release. The most important thing is I laughed all night, which was important, and that's a huge release in itself. Um, Again, sorry if you can hear them. I just, they're right above me, and now I can hear them in my ears. Um, But this full moon and last week alone definitely brought on, it was a dynamic full moon, so it was squared Pluto. And when you have anything squared Pluto, it often brings in power dynamics, um, and the shadows. So with this dynamic full moon, there was highlighting in our relationships, our fear of intimacy and connection. What is holding us back? And I wanted to talk about that a little bit more. We don't, you know, one of the ways to harness, uh, intimate connections is to have an intimate connection with ourselves to look inside of ourselves and be ourselves out in that world authentically 100%, no matter what people say to you, no matter what people think, no matter if people don't like you. And oftentimes I find in my clients and myself that people have trouble intimately connecting for that fear of being truly themselves. They are not comfortable being themselves, so they have a fear. When you're not comfortable in your own energy, when you're not comfortable with who you are and being authentic, Believe it or not, take a. if you're not sure about it, really take a look. You will have a fear of people really getting to know you and intimately connecting. And when we have a fear we te- of that, we tend to push people away in various reasons. We either make them the problem or we take something small and turn it really big or all of a sudden we just shut down. So this would have been a good full moon to really release and let that go. And if that got brought up to you this week, uh, really focus. And if it didn't, really still focus on that. We're still in in that energy, really focus. You know, Mars moved into Pisces. And again, we'll talk about that, but that brings up all the shadows with the love and everything like that. So what is really stopping you from intimately connecting the way that you need, the way that we're supposed to be connecting as humans? What is holding you back? And again, it is the fear of being yourself, Maybe you guys, there's all kinds of other reasons, right? But if you really get down to the nitty gritty, if you break down each thought, right? You sit and you have the first thought and then you bounce off of that thought and then you bounce off of that thought, then you really can narrow it down that the core of most of our patterns, our um, self defects, things of that nature break down to fear, 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 Fear is one of the number one things that that will break down, and it'll break down to simple words at the very bottom of all of that stuck emotion. We have to understand that rejection, these all came to me this weekend as I really was in the full moon, and I was talking with my clients all weekend and seeing how this was showing up. Again, a lot of tears and a lot of fear. Rejection is going to happen no matter what. No matter what, you are going to be rejected. People are not going to like you. We have to stop making it about us though. It's really about them. Even with me, when I don't like someone, it's about me. It's not about them. You know, they they should not care, right? So if if you're feeling rejected by maybe someone that asked you out or a friendship that ended or someone at work who you found out talks about you and doesn't really like you, if you feel rejected, remember one that's none of your business. And number two, accept it because accepting it is acknowledging that you are being authentic and okay with that and understanding that not everyone is going to. So learn to get over that fear of rejection. And when we do that, all those people that don't align with us, that reject us, they fall off. And then we actually truly attract those who understand us, get us, and are on our vibration. I get rejected many times. I've been rejected 100,000 times. It's an important part in life, and that's why I try to teach my kids at a very young age that rejection is important. But remember, it's about them. It's not about you. It doesn't matter. You're being you. It's just that their vibration doesn't match up with yours, so that's why they're rejecting you. So look at it that way and let go. And this week, I challenge you to show up authentically in every avenue, every way with yourself at work, at friendships at family at home at the gym how does showing up authentically how does that look for you and every day show up and if you're not feeling right or you're feeling nervous or whatever say is this me living authentically am i showing up authentically yes move forward and that leads to so much happiness all right so Today, also on Monday, we have a little, you know, we have these little transits, especially with the moon and Mercury. Uh, We have Mercury and Uranus are conjunct. So there could be, you know, we're feeling this today and tomorrow. There could be some out of the blue conversations, maybe something as simple as... Conjunctive Taurus, an old friend out of nowhere comes and calls you like that you haven't talked to in years, and you guys have a really good friendship, a uh, really good conversation. That could be relationships, someone, an ex relationship calls you out of the no out of nowhere. This would be a, a fun, I think, especially Taurus, this would be kind of a funny um, transit where maybe someone at work asks you out. And you maybe don't really want it, but, oh, my God, I can't believe this person asked me out. Um, We might have, again, I'm going with Taurus just because we're going to go with friendship, family, and relationships with people reaching out during this time. We also might get a download out of nowhere. That happens. We get a download, an awareness download about something or someone that comes out of nowhere and totally changes our thought course, you know, changes, pushes us right off of there the sun is where Neptune, where Jupiter is. So we also just saying we might get a little bit lost in a dream world. We might feel that today. Um, so let's talk about the sun in Taurus, which has happening on the 19th. Yeah, the 19th, uh, I had to think, cause I always want to say it's the 20th because so much happens on the 20th, you know, you got my best friend growing up, her birthday was on the 20th. We got Earth. you know, um, 420, whatever. Oh, that is. So I always want to say it's the 20th, but it's the 19th. Sorry. Son, we got Earth Day. This is time, especially with Mercury in there, that we are going to connect to something greater than ourselves and we're going to get outside. And that what is greater than ourselves? Nature. What is going to clear our head during this time? Because, again, Mercury is in there. Nature. Connecting with nature. So find a way. If you're not really like a real nature person, you like the city, that's fine. Go walk around the park. Go walk around if you have a river walk, walking around the river walk. However, I suggest you take the time to go into the mountains, do some grounding practices, go to the beach, you know. But with Taurus, I really feel more of a in-the-woods nature, you know. A prairie, a mountain, a forest, somewhere where you get lost with lots of greenery around you. You can feel the vibration of the plants. You can feel the vibration of all of that. And I can tell you, because last week we talked about Mercury moving into Taurus and people are moving so slow and driving so slow. I believe I warned about that, but they, yesterday, today, every day, the general energy, you're going to be coming up on people who are just extra with driving slow. I can just tell you, extra, extra, extra. We're going to find that we do more leisurely activities. When the sun was in Aries, Things got going, right? We, we went really fast. It's like all of a sudden our life picked up fast-paced, almost like events and kids and sporting events, um, friendship, going out and doing this. Like everything was just moving at a very fast pace. And now things are slowing down. We're going to really sit and enjoy our pleasures and have fun in that. So we're going to be experiencing more leisure activities, more just sitting outside and having conversations with friends instead of going out and doing things with friends like being, which we were with Mercury and the sun in Aries. You know, when that happens, we're like, let's go do this. Let's go find that. Let's go to, you know, this virtual reality escape room. Let's go to here, here, with the Sun and Mercury and Taurus, we're going to be like, I'm going to sit outside and have a nice glass of wine or, or whatever and sit with my friend and talk. I'm going to go out to dinner and sit with my friend and talk. I'm going to go for a nice walk. That is very Taurus energy. Um, our conversations are going to be much more grounded. And again, with Mercury and Taurus happening, they're going to be much more grounded. Um, And we're going to be seeking out groundedness in other people. We're going to want to be around energy that feels grounded, that feels comforting, that provides us with a lot of those very Taurus feelings, love, joy, pleasure, groundedness. And we're going to seek that in people. And we're going to seek that because we're going to want to find it more for ourselves. This is a time where we create for the solar year a solid foundation. You know, it starts when the calendar starts, um, the Zodiac calendar Starts with Aries, and whenever that starts, we are all of a sudden like, boom, all right, all this stuff is happening. And then Taurus happens, we're like, okay, let's organize all this stuff that's been happening, and let's figure out how I can come up with a concrete, solid plan for the rest of the solar year. How can I continue that? So, in our life and our situations, if things are feeling very airy, if they're feeling very all over the place and scattered, we need to create a solid foundation. And create a solid foundation where your energy spends the most time free, if that makes sense. So for oftentimes for people, that's their home, unless their home is chaotic. If your home is chaotic, try to find somewhere else. But create a solid foundation of comfort and love and joy and pleasure. So then you can just go there and your energy can be free. Our energy needs to decompress. Our energy needs to relax. We need to let go of the other's energy of the day. But we cannot do that if we don't have a solid home um, or some sort of solid foundation. And so if you don't have that or you're feeling like your foundation is lacking in some way, find out how you can bring some grounded energy into your foundation and into your environment. So we're going to have a lot more fun. It's not going to be so much about work. It's going to be about joy, pleasure. And it's interesting, too, I think, as the seasons have kicked off and as we've evolved over hundreds of thousands of years, how during these times, these fun activities started happening. It's like the stars happened first, and then now we can look and we can see, usually the collective, what happens in the day-to-day, in the everyday life. You know, now we have Memorial Day that happens in May, right? And Gemini, which loves to have fun and loves to party. You know, we have Mother's Day representing, you know, Taurus and Earth Day. There's just, it's just interesting to me. I don't know if that made sense where I was going with that. But let's talk about Mars and Pisces. Mars and Pisces. Mars is how we, how we go about something. How do we go in get something how do we prevent something how what is our aggression what is our action our desire towards action our desire for fighting our desire all of that our adrenaline our action our our drive to get out and do something our shadows all of that is in mars mars (laughs) in pisces Brings a little bit of a different energy. You know, Mars is debilitated and not happy in cancer. And I wouldn't say it's super happy in Pisces. I would say it's tricky in Pisces. I have a natal can- I have a natal um Mars and Pisces in the seventh house, opposite my moon in the first house. So for me, this is just like a natal placement. Um, throughout my life, I have been prone to drug abuse, escapism, um, a big-time escapism. I can tell you that big-time daydreamer, big-time like getting lost in other worlds and creating destruction from that. And so that's very Mars in Pisces. It's not totally, it's not miserable in Pisces. However, I would say it's lost in Pisces. It's a little mischievous lost in Pisces. And not even, mis- it's not really even a mischievous feel. It's more just like lost and making bad decisions sometimes and, and crying. So Mars moved in. We got four planets right now in Pisces. We have Neptune, Jupiter, Mars, and Venus happening. That's a huge transit in itself. So we're just going to talk about all of that with that. When Mars comes in, Mars activates. Mars activates our shadow selves. Mars activates a little bit of our, again, our aggression, our action, our desire to take action with something and to tear down something. Sorry, my allergies are so bad. Allergies are so bad up here in Pennsylvania. For any of my Pennsylvania peeps, you know what I'm talking about. Just general communication or our general action. Let's say we want, we are having um, an argument with someone. We are not, something is not going right with someone. We're going to be a little more passive aggressive with Mars there, with Mars and Pisces. We're going to be a little bit more, okay, whatever, walk away. And but still like maybe say what we need to say. It's going to be a little bit easier to let go of something if something happens to just like not have the drive or the force to want to continue the the resentment or the aggravation. So that's one thing. Mars and Pisces doesn't really hold on to aggravation. So any fights or any issues that might be brought up, again, will probably pass pretty quickly. We're going to feel a lot more emotions. And again, last week I wrote before I even cried this weekend I don't know why I'm sad. I just want to cry. And when Mars, you know, Pisces at the end of the Zodiac, Pisces at the very end. So When Mars is in there, it's really, again, we have the other planets that are adding to this 10 times more. This is going to be bringing up old emotions. In fact, I feel like the next two weeks are going to be very hot and cold when it comes to crying, but it's not going to be triggered by anything normal. It's going to be out of nowhere, just like, why am I crying about this? What is making me cry about this? Again, my advice is keep crying, wipe your tears, go about your day, and just do that every moment. Just restart every moment that you cry, but feel those emotions because that is extra stuff. Mars is bringing this up. So we can heal it. So we can remove it from our body. We can remove it from the stagnant energy and we can heal it because that's how we begin to heal things. So we're going to be wanting to avoid conflict, not really want run head first. We might have conflict and then be like, okay, I'm just going to ghost them, ignore them, and then hide in my bed for 24 hours or so. Uh And we're going to be really wanting to escape these next two weeks with Mars and Pisces. And again, having Venus, Jupiter, Neptune, we're going to be strong on escapism, escapism through drugs, escapism through um, wanting to travel, wanting to leave, escapism through sitting in your home and playing video games all day, escapism through sitting in front of your computer and escaping through other people's worlds or seeing that. So it's going to be important if you catch yourself feeling when you're feeling depressed, feeling angry feeling that kind of aggressive, try not to escape for too long, right? There's a point to escaping for a little bit and that is important, but try not to do any major, major escaping or bring yourself back. I would use this as a time to maybe, uh, find some spiritual communities out there, maybe do some tarot readings, explore yourself astrologically, uh, go do some, I don't know, group shrooms with a bunch of friends, um, you know, just sort of like more spiritually based escapism would be what I would say. This, um, if you can harness that energy through the through escaping the material, right? We, you know, instead of using the material to escape, try to use the spiritual to escape is what I'm trying to say. It's funny for those that listen to me long. We pay attention to Mercury and pay attention to the way I talk. Where Mercury is. I know I talk about it on very many episodes, but today I already feel like I am going much slower with my speech than normal. I'm trying to speak things out. I'm thinking before saying, and that's very Mercury and Taurus. Remember, I am almost completely ruled by Mercury, all of my major planets. So whatever Mercury, whatever's happening with Mercury, you're going to hear it in my speech in the way it comes across this podcast. So just for those of you, my loyal listeners out there, love you guys. Make sure, you know, pay attention to that. As I talk about Mercury transiting and what's happening, pay attention to how I talk about these on here, and you'll pick up some things like that. I hope everyone has a fabulous week. Again, this is going to be a a calmer week than last week we're still going to be really feeling though that Mars Venus Jupiter Neptune this week and so there might be some hidden emotions but use those to escape spiritually not materialistically thank you again for everyone for continuing to support send love if you can just send you know another way you can have this podcast is just by sending positive intentions out there for it um sending lots of positive intentions and and positive attentions of like the best way that this is supposed to work out, it will work out. And that is just simple enough. But thank you again for all your continued support. Love you guys. Remember, I'm Cosmic Colleen across the board on all social media, 1C, and on Twitter, there's an underscore. On TikTok, I do daily, and on my Instagram, I do daily transit videos that maybe I cover more topics or more parts to the transit that I don't necessarily always say on here. So have a fabulous day. Love you all and goodbye.